Steve, Teresa, and Randy with Chip Ingram. And Chip, before we even get rolling with a lot of things, what's uh, what's social distancing look like for Chip Ingram the last few weeks? What's your life like? You know, we're at one of the, like New York, very, very hot spot. Half of all the cases in California are in our county here in the Silicon Valley. So hmm. it's been very, very intense. Uh, thankfully, Teresa and I are healthy. Our family, we've got three of my grown kids and ten of our grandkids that are in this area. So we, we FaceTime, and we can, but we haven't seen them, can't hug them. Um, life and work is, is really different. I, by God's grace, we're in a little two-story building where everything is empty now, and I can do some audio and video in our small little office here in California, and then we're doing the best that we can. But uh, it's a very, very different world, and I think a time where, you know, families really need to stick together. One of the neat things that Living on the Edge was able to provide that as a radio station, we were glad to be able to say, oh, go look what they did. Like resources like dinner conversations. What a gift to be able to put that together, to give families something to, to talk about when maybe they haven't been sitting at the table together for a while. Yeah, it was one of those where shortly after everything shut down, you know, we our team got together and literally asked, Lord, what, what do you want us to do? I mean, we, I had you know, travel. I was supposed to be in China. I was supposed to be in Singapore. Uh, I was supposed to be in Florida. All these different things. And I mean, you know, it was like watching dominoes. Boop, boop, boop. Every month, then everything is eliminated. And so we thought, where are people and what do they need? And, you know, for years, people had asked me, you know, would you mentor me or will you disciple me? I'm not sure exactly what that means. And, you know, I just said, you know, we do have a really good camera here. It won't be very high tech, but uh, why don't I just tell people that if they will meet with me personally, I'm not going to, like, teach, but I'll do it just like I've done, you know, scores of times with individuals. And I started to walk people through, we called it daily discipleship with Chip. And I just help people learn how to meet with God. And, you know, we went through some passages, but not just Bible study, but, well, when do you pause and when do you meditate and how do you be honest with God and kind of write in your journal and and then the same thing was we wanted families to be able to get together and not just kids roll their eyes. But, you know, as one executive told me, he goes, I think I've eaten more with my family mm-hmm. in the last six weeks than I have in the last six years. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, I've really missed a lot. So we wanted to see if we could serve people with where they're at. And by God's grace, it's really taken off. <laughs> we, I think people are pretty stuck, and they're, they're open, and uh, so it's been neat. You know, we're really grateful that God gave us that idea. Well, Chip, I think you hit on a couple of things there, stuck and open. Uh, one of the couple of things that we're hearing here uh, as part of the radio ministry is the fact that people are able to listen more. Uh, some are working from home and they have the radio on in the background where they might not have had it on at work. And then the other thing is open. It appears that more people are open to hearing the message of hope that's found in Christ. When we live in a world that uh, there's a lot of fear and uncertainty and anxiety and and, and what have you, why why don't you speak to uh, our listeners about the importance of, um, you know, not just Christian radio, but ministry as a whole and and, and supporting it and, and understanding how God's blessing comes as a result of our faithfulness. Well, I think the context that you just talked about, Rick, is really important. I just read last night a document that cited the Google searches on prayer that have skyrocketed, Mm -hmm. and that people, I just was on a call yesterday, and I asked, 
what's the impact in China in terms of people open to the Lord and evangelism? And I think for all of us that are followers of Christ, of course, we have normal ups and downs and emotions, but our future is secure. And um, what we know is that people are listening like never before. And they're open because we're all human. When things are going great, um, hey, you know, God, I'll, I, I really do want to have a good talk with you, or I'll think about spiritual things later. When your 401k turns into a 101k, <laughs> when someone has the coronavirus, when you realize you may die and you haven't thought about that, um, we have really seen how broadcast ministry, the teaching of God's Word, has just made a huge, huge impact. And I think the, you know, I was talking a little bit earlier, you know, it's family life ministry, right? Hmm. And, um, you know, I think this is one of those times where, yes, things are tight and they're difficult, but it is a great opportunity. Um, We will look back in five years, Rick, and there'll be some businesses that go out of business, and there'll be fortunes that are made, but by people who realize, you know, there's a need that we could help. And I think the same is true spiritually. Mm -hmm. And we now have an opportunity to reach people and help them like never before. But ministries, I'm sure you guys must have had a a huge financial hit uh, when you couldn't have your share thon And yeah. um, so, anyway, uh, I think this is a time for those people to say, wow, I'm so glad for family life, to say, even if they can't give all that they want to, if ten times more people could all give a little, we're going to make it through this, but it takes all of us together. It struck me that, you know, these are the same messages that, that the Bible's had forever, and you've been sharing through Living on the Edge. It's, but I think people are paying more attention to the, the uh, oh, we're not to worry about tomorrow. Oh, God will supply all of our needs. And all those messages of encouragement that, that the Bible has told us for years, but now we're paying a little more attention to it, and the importance of being filled with that for moments like this. Yeah, I think if we get fearful, it always produces um, an inward focus. And then we get, uh, it, it really produces a scarcity mentality. And then people, you know you're not walking with God when you're overwhelmed with anxiety and fear, and you're saying, well, what about me? And I, I can't share my time, my energy, or my money, because there may not be enough for me. So I'm going to get 55 rolls of toilet paper <laughs> to really make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And, and the opposite of that is faith. And it's where, you know, um, I may not have all that I had, uh, I'm, you know, who knows where retirement and all that'll be in two years, five years, twenty years? Who knows where anything will be tomorrow? But Jesus has promised, "I'm with you always. I will meet your needs." Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, I read, "If we have food and clothing, we can be content with that." And I think that produces generosity, and it's amazing. You know, the fear dissipates when you say, "You know what? I'm going to get my focus off of me." and I'm going to help some other people. I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to pray for someone. I'm going to give a gift to family life. I'm going to be a part of the solution, not sit here and watch five hours of news about how terrible everything is. Yeah, yeah. Chip, I had a phone call from a businessman yesterday, and uh, he said, uh, put me down for a gift, a very generous gift. And, And then he said, you know, this one's really going to stretch me. He says, because my funds are getting low. He says, but... This, this is where God's testing me, and, and I want that to take place because 
I know that I'm giving towards something that is so desperately needed right now, and that is the hope of the of the gospel that comes through on the radio station that I listen to every day. It is that kind of faith that really defeats fear, and God blesses that. You know, he really does, and what we do know about at least one person, I don't even know that person, but I know there is joy in his heart, mm-hmm. and as he turns on family life, and here's God's Word going forth. He knows, you know, there are people searching for God right now that are listening that never listened before. God, thank you. I get to be a part of this. Hmm. And, um, you know, my prayer is that he'll multiply that uh, a hundred and a thousand and ten thousand times. Of, I mean, how many, how many stations and... The Lord has blessed us with 65 across New York and wow. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's, I pinch myself every day just thinking of what he has done and what he continues to do. I mean, uh, another possibility just opened to us uh, in the last couple of weeks during this pandemic. Something comes out of the clear blue, and it's just like, whoa, Lord, what are you doing? It is truly amazing. Chip, we appreciate you. We love you, man. Uh, I, personally, I love hearing your coffee break every month to to hear oh, of what's going on. I, I tell Sherry, my wife, so often, I said, man, I said, we, we just connect in so many different levels. Uh, but what you do and how the Lord has blessed you, and this is the thing that I know that his blessing comes as a result of obedience and humility. And, and, and I say this not to puff up your head or the ministry or what have you, but you guys are an example of that. And as a result, uh, every time I hear about all of the things that God has opened up, uh, not just in our country, but around the world, that's because of obedience. And uh, I pray for you often that the, that the Lord would keep you humble and focused on Him and that the ministry of living on the edge would just continue to grow and really, truly impact lives with the gospel message. Well, thanks, Rick, and uh, we need it. We need your prayer, and like everybody else who's listening to you and me, that's our heart's desire, Mm. and like everybody else, there's days we're doing it really well, and uh, (laughs) I'm I'm watching my rhythms. I don't know what it is, but you know, I do a lot of recording and preparation on Mondays and Tuesdays, and I'll just tell you, every every Wednesday, maybe this will just encourage a handful of people— Every Wednesday, I am battling discouragement, and on a few Wednesdays, just really getting depressed. And I have to just grab myself and look up again and remember who God is and realize, you know, we need to fight, and we just can't let uh, this, you know, you, you can't get out, you can't do things, it's hard to get refreshed. And I think this is a time where um, we consider it all joy, knowing the testing of our faith produces endurance. We have to let endurance have its perfecting result that we yeah. could be complete and mature, lacking in nothing. So thanks for what you're doing, and thanks for uh, just the privilege to let me talk with you and the whole family there at Family Life. Yep, God makes up the difference. He always does. And uh, Chip, thank you for your time. We appreciate it, and God bless you.